Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey friends, welcome to episode 35 of the Book of Caleb. It's Mike's turn to host. Mike talks money, money Mike, money Mayweather, Merriweather, Mike. That's his name. Speaking of money and um, random way for me to plug, if you go to my Instagram account, I'm doing a giveaway right now for $200 worth of product from Hair Story. Let's just say this episode is brought to you by Hair Story, the brand. Um, Check that out. But this episode's interesting. You know, does money even matter anymore? Yes, it does. But uh, Michael has an opinion about that, which hopefully you can come to terms with like I have. And it's good. Enjoy. I wanted to launch this episode, episode number 35 with excitement, Mike's turn to host, because you guys, Michael brought an outline to the podcast. He has come prepared. Preparation M for Michael. Michael, welcome to hosting episode 35 of Caleb. I'm glad to be here. Um, Yeah, I will welcome you. I'm hosting. I'm in the hosting seat. Can I, yeah, can I get like an intro? Like, let's pretend I'm not here. Go. Well, okay. Uh, it's episode 35, guys. Um, Mike's turn to host. And more specifically, Mike, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about money today. I'm going to touch on um, the similar topics, which I always do when I host, which is sports world. Might mention um, some parenting stories uh, about my two sons. But this episode is more going to talk about and kind of focus on the money. Uh, what I mean by money, you can take money a lot of good ways. There's the good that comes with money, the bad that comes with money, and maybe even uh, the ugly, we'll say. The good, the bad, and the ugly of money. Um, so, I mean, let's let's hop right into it. Um, episode 35. So like I always do, we're going to push through here and keep doing this, whether you like it or not, Lauren. Number 35. Uh, the most famous jersey you are right as we get up and the numbers there's less options to choose from number 35 there really wasn't much to choose from there is one person I think you've heard of him Kevin Durant yes he played for a green team well no he did not so he started his career Oklahoma City Thunder very successful always been an all-star all NBA team made it to the finals one year couldn't quite get the championship ring so he decided to join the best team in the league the golden state warriors which was uh not appreciated by a lot of people people were saying oh that's an easy way out so he got two championship rings with steph curry clay thompson and that whole group um but then he was getting a lot of flack for oh you just joined up on seth curry's team you didn't really earn these titles so he now moved teams to the Brooklyn Nets last offseason. He didn't play last year because he had tore his Achilles at the end of the uh, postseason, postseason the year before. So he's now in the Brooklyn Nets. Anyways, Kevin Durant's number 35. I would argue he's definitely in the top five of all time of pure NBA shooters. Um, kind of like I talked about Steph Curry a couple episodes ago. But he is seven feet tall. That's what separates him. Now, there is one other seven-footer that can shoot it as well as Kevin Durant. This isn't the last 15 years where these big guys can shoot and handle the ball. Larry Bird. 
Dirk Nowitzki in the same realm. Kevin Durant, much better all-around player than Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk's a Hall of Famer. Kevin Durant's a Hall of Famer. Kevin Durant's now a Brooklynette. So we'll see what he does out there. And he won't be wearing number 35 when he goes to Brooklyn. He is choosing to don the number seven. So he's throwing away 35. He's had a hell of a career with it. It will be retired in Golden State. And I think also Oklahoma City Thunder is going to retire 35. But he's a Hall of Famer. His name's Kevin Durant. He used to wear 35. All right. Now, can I get a word in edgewise? All right. The reason one of the motivations for me to continue to do this podcast and go up in numbers is so that we slowly phase out your uh, number mentions, which is good. And also, I do find a benefit of you going over the numbers because it will like add to, you know, the hypothetical sizzle reel in the future when you need that to audition for some sort of sports broadcasting. Mm, I like that gig. Mm-hmm. Sizzle so, reel. I like that. That's like the word sizzle reel. That's oh, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sizzle reel. So there's okay. that. But guys, if you um, want this part of the podcast to go away, <laughs> it's very important that you leave a note in the comments and give it one star. Like I would continue to listen only if Michael would get rid of that number mentioned at the beginning. What do you call that segment? We need to we need to have it be called a segment of some sort, like Mike's episode. Mike's just Jersey. Mike's Mike Jersey chasing Jersey chasing Mike. You're a Jersey chaser. Yeah, I always have been. I believe that. Mike the Jersey chasing number guy. <laughs> I love it. There you go. Good job, Michael. So yes, Kevin Durant may he forever be a member of the Boston Celtics because that's what I imagined for some reason. A green team. They could have drafted him, but they passed on him. But anyways, okay. okay. So money, money, money. Um, money, money, money. We've all heard these sayings. I think money makes the world go round. Money is the root of all evil. Money can't buy you happiness. Greed is good you know who said that what movie that's from uh i i imagine michael douglas saying that wow yes okay it was michael douglas what is oh what is it from though wall street wall street yeah that's okay gordon gecko okay he has a lot of lines but greed is good is uh probably his most famous one um so why is it why did he say that i haven't actually seen that movie i don't know we're not breaking down wall street don't worry about these are all different sayings of money there's a gazillion different sayings on monies on money um the fact is yes we all do need a certain amount of money to survive um but you know can i so what's your favorite saying about money i think money can't buy you happiness Yep. So I have a kind of a spin on that. It's on my like Instagram bio where I say, you know, I'm gramming about the things money cannot buy, but saving on the things that it can. That's pretty good. It's kind of my motto. Like but like yeah, that. my Instagram should your your Instagram life should be about the things money cannot buy. That's my That'd be nice. That would be very nice. And if it is, it's like it's on stuff that you can save or like benefit you. That's my that's my Instagram feed. Well, I like that. Here's the deal. When it comes to money um, in this country and also worldwide, the amount of money that one earns has become tied to the um, whether that person is deemed successful or not is how much money they earn. Um, good or bad. I think that's probably bad. It can be misleading and inaccurate, I feel like. Um some of these people who have earned a lot of money, say a Bill Gates, very philanthropic. Um, they do redistribute that that wealth um, that they've been blessed with to the, you know, impoverished areas of the world. Um, my thing is, probably my biggest thing politically, and it has been for as long as I can remember, is uh, income inequality. 
specifically in the United States of America. Um, so when you say your biggest thing politically, or you're saying your biggest what? The the thing that I find that's the the most important when making an important a issue, yeah. Okay, is uh is income inequality, um, which can be you know shown very easily. The um, medium average income, which it kind of the number that I found was like between sixty three and sixty eight thousand. So that's household income. So that's two working adults. Um, was how much between sixty three and sixty eight thousand average in the household United States in the income. United States? Okay. okay. This may blow your mind, and I had to keep double checking this. But so, are you aware of Jeff Bezos? Yes, he's he done pretty well for himself. Okay, played for the Celtics. He played for the Celtics. He was the starting point guard, correct? Um, <laughs> so, and I've I, I looked this up, and this is this is the number that I keep coming to. So, I'm going to ask you this, Jeff Bezos. How much money do you think he earns a day? Oh, a day. A day. Um. Five hundred million. Okay, you want higher? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Five hundred million. Okay. Well, okay. No. Because then I was like, "Oh, guy. he makes one hundred and fifty billion a year. Three hundred and twenty-one million dollars a day. A day is what he makes. Um, How are they able? To, like, what do you mean he makes that? I. That is what he. I. That is. I don't know what he makes. I don't know how, what how that's broken down. But that is so apparently 321 million times 365 is what he's making annually. Uh huh. 150 billion or something crazy like that. Um, and it says in one hour of work, he makes, you know, twice as much as the average um, American full time working adult makes for the entire year. Right. Annually. He makes in just one hour, which, you know, technically he's not really working now. He's built this franchise, this fortune. Um, so he, I, I don't know what he does in his day to day. Um, but it's a lot less work than say, I don't know, one of my housekeepers. Okay. So right there, that's huge income and inequality. Did he bust his ass to get there? And then is my housekeeper, you know, some ladies, absolutely not. There's fate, there's luck, there's opportunity involved. That's the biggest thing for me is opportunity. We don't all get the same opportunity. Um, the ones that do get an opportunity, I do agree they do need to um, put in the most effort, energy as they can to take advantage of that opportunity, mm-hmm. um, which some are good at, some are others. I think, you know, me personally, I, sometimes I struggle at that. I think I can I can put in more. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to overlook what, you know, is the day-to-day, what is the most important parts of, of your day. Um so it, it, it's tough, which for me and for a lot of people, it would be family um, and just kind of being present in the family time with your kids, because uh, these moments are very fleeting. You know, they're, they're leaving. They're leaving us quickly, um, whether it feels like it or not. Um, but yeah. What so, are you saying? Your moments with your family, right, is what you're trying to emphasize here. It's like, what am I going to, you know, not spend this time with my child so I can make a better future? for them by like focusing on like work and trying to like make more money or am I just going to spend time with my kids and yeah it, it's all about the trade like we it. all say it's all it's all about the balance you know um someone who's wanting to earn more money but maybe is on the road a lot of time missing out on family events is, is that really worth it in the long run I would argue no um so that that's just that's just one example um but the grass is always greener is kind of the for problem. sure it, it's, it seems like that um and a lot of these things 
I'm looking at these stats on people earning more money that make more money. They they also tend to a lot of people tend to spend it a lot of times. And if you're not financially literate or if you come into a lot of money when you are um, not from a lot of money, say athletes, there's a long list of very famous athletes that have filed for bankruptcy. These athletes have all made 10, 20, 30, 40 million dollars. Okay, why is that? Well, they they came from they came from nothing. They come up. There's there's uh, getting 10, 20, 30 million dollars just thrown at them, just a lump lump sum of, mon- sum of money in their early 20s. That's overwhelming for they don't know. They have no money management skills. Um, the same thing happens to a lot of people who win lottery, lottery tickets, jackpots. Yeah, exactly. And it, it gets blown. So, you know, if you make more money, you buy a bigger house, you have a larger mortgage payment, you have a larger insurance payment, you buy a more expensive car. It kind of comes in and it goes out just the same um, for for a lot of people. So maybe chasing the almighty buck is not always, you know, a prudent financial goal as it may seem to be like the obvious thing. I feel like the goal for a lot of people, um, especially in this country, is just to make money, make money, make money. Um, when ultimately, it, it, it needs to be it needs to be questioned. It just it just need, it needs to be questioned. Um, that that's all I'm saying in regards to that. Um, so now to apply this more in kind of this COVID mm-hmm. year, for me a lot of learning or you know trying to like find a benefit from it though is the being able to like spend more time with my family yeah. than I normally would have because we try we'd be trying to like go and do things. Maybe still together as a family, but it just would be like more hustle and bustle. Like, got to get here and there and do this event and go to this birthday party and Mm -hmm. go to see, you know, Disney on ice. And like, that's not like a bad thing either. But I feel like we were always like even the weekends were not simple. No, and they're not now either, but they certainly I feel like there's less of like, oh, I, I'm not there's no FOMO, no fear of missing out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not missing out on taking my kid to Disney Ice this year because I don't even have to worry about it. It's probably not going to happen. You it, and Drake have gone to that before. <laughs> yes, yeah. we have. <laughs> so, but you know what I mean? It's just like then and you also see people like share and like post like what they're doing, like with their family and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's a lot more simple. Like we went to a picnic. We went to outdoor pumpkin patch. Like mm-hmm. those things are still like occurring. But just I don't know. I feel like I'm not like less of a person and no one should feel like this way either. But I feel like I'm not because I'm like not doing as much right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or I have less opportunity to go take my kid to a concert or just all these things to do and share and it's like actually it's fine just to be it's totally fine just to hang out as your as the family and I'm like realizing like that is just as much like you can find as much joint benefit out of that joint benefit you can't put a price tag on that oh there you go that is something money cannot buy would you be would you be happy if I earned, I don't know, $321 million a day? Would you Would, be happy? Do you think you'd be happier than you are right now in this moment? <laughs> All other things being equal? That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. They can't, they can't be. Right. There's no way it can be. Jeff Bezos, we all know, he has divorced his wife. Yeah. I would say I made, I made that money, but then we ultimately end up getting a divorce 10, 15 years from now. Is she getting half of his assets, whatever? That, that's pretty wild if she is, but... Um, 
There's something like that interesting. Like, yeah. right, there was a... I don't know the details, but I swear they're like, yeah, she's getting it a lot. It doesn't seem like more times than not these people, maybe because it's more publicized, but these rich, well-to-do, whether they're actors or athletes, they do have multiple um, marriages, if you will. Right. The Kardashians, you know, it's every couple of years. <laughs> yeah. um, but that seems common. I don't know... Even though they have all this wealth, it is, yes, it's Uh very hard for me, I can only speak for myself, but to, like, understand, like, geez, like, it seems like you have everything is kind of the same process. Like, how can you not figure it out if you don't have to worry about money? Mm -hmm. Then, like, what? Because. Is wrong with you. (laughs) I don't know if I mentioned this before, but yeah, the number one stressor for the average American couple and fighting point and tipping point or whatever arguments is caused by is is money mm-hmm. it just is um yeah we, we we can attest to that you know we're whatever we are middle class both full working but yeah money is always day to day it's always there in the back of your mind um it's it's a stressor um it's not debilitating it's not overwhelming we weren't born into poverty i can't imagine being born into poverty um just talk about the pressure. When they talk about children who are born in poverty, um, by the age of, I think it's three, they're already significantly behind the middle class or above middle class, just three-year-olds. Academically? Ad- academ- just socially and developmental-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have parents who are poor, the stressors in the household go up like tenfold. Um, those kids are exposed to much more unsavory things much more, um, you know, awful things can happen in their childhood to them because the parent's not there, it's working multiple jobs, can't send them to appropriate daycare, such on and so forth. You look at education, public education, private education. Okay, that's money. That All that is is money, right? People that go to private schools are people that come from money or just even middle class. If you're poor, you can't send your kid to a private school. So right there, they're getting behind the eight ball, eight ball right away. Um, Jeff Bezos, I kind of did a little background on him. It's, it's a little bit vague. Um, it's interesting because he was born to a mother and father whose last name was Jorgensen. The mother remarried when I think Jeff was three or four. Um, she was a teenage mother, by the way, is what they said. They didn't say her name. Um, so his real dad's out of the picture. She, re- she remarried a Cuban guy. His last name was Bezos, adopted Jeff Bezos. Um, so that's where he got his last name from. Did well in high school. It says he does was did very well in high school. Went off to Princeton. And they just say, oh, went off to Princeton. As if that's just an easy Not everyone segue. just can get to Princeton. So where did he go to high school? Was it a private school? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They said he had very good grades in high school. And then he went to Princeton where he was summa Kaulada or whatever. Cum laude. Cum laude, whatever. So he did very well at Princeton. Um. But again, how many, what's the percentage of people that get to go to Princeton? So that's kind of where the, the <laughs> opportunity does it cost? comes. That's where the opportunity comes from is when he goes to Princeton. And then Amazon, as many people know, is just a bookstore. It's just an online bookstore. Um, Miami Palmetto High School. Yeah, so I don't. Near Pinecrest, Florida. I don't know if that's private or not. I don't know either. Um, do you just get, you just go to high school and you get 4.0 or whatever it was and somehow get accepted to Princeton? 
I, I don't know, but apparently he made it to Princeton. I think that's where he gets his leg up. Um, and then just Amazon, the timing of Amazon. I think that's with a lot of mega businesses and mega successful people. You have a good idea, but also the timing, it just is perfect. And the timing of Amazon was perfect with online becoming what it is. Um, and just look at it now. Look at look at us now in the middle of a pandemic. I I think everyone's ordering from Amazon every day or multiple times a week. Um, so there there's a certain amount of luck involved to being super wealthy, super successful, if you will. Um, and then obviously the ultimate luck is just where you're born. Are you born into poverty? Are you born into middle class? Are you born into wealth? Um, where you're born, in my opinion, in this country is probably the most likely determining factor of where, of where you're going to end up um, and the social, you know, economic, whatever it be. I don't know the different levels. I mean, there's poverty or poor. And then there's a middle class, upper middle class, rich, 1%. You know, I don't know what all the different levels are. The pyramid or something? Yeah. yeah. And, like, and everyone thinks that the American dream, you, the American dream, if you study work hard you can the economic ladder is open for for you and you can do that no that i'm t- I, my opinion is at this day and age in 2020 it's not for a lot of people um which is which is unfortunate it's possible it's possible but there's like i said there's a good amount the opportunity has to present itself you have to strike that opportunity i i'm saying there's there's a good amount of luck involved and if you are poor, hopefully nothing damaging happened to you okay. as a child to okay. set to set you back. So, what do you think about that? Michael, well, I will break it down. I will mm-hmm. be your little devil's advocate. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying like luck is involved. Yes. So most rich, successful people will tell you, you know, like they will reply. If there's luck involved, so what? Like, the luck is like winning the lottery ticket, but then, yeah, you blow it all anyway, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you get this lottery ticket, but it's like what you do with it, you know, did you make intent to, like, stay financially literate, or did you just go buy a big house and you were an idiot? Mm -hmm. And so, like, there, luck, it's not something that anyone can control it's not like this like factor and so like i feel like the luck too happens to you if you're like seeking the opportunity anyway they say that one creates its own you create your own luck luck or something no that wasn't that in titanic a real man doesn't create his own luck you know and it's like that one guy the well the bad guy yeah with the slick hair gosh what's his name cal cal sal well what's his real name I don't know his name of the movie. Billy Billy Madison. Yeah, Billy Zane. Billy (laughs) Billy Zane. Zane. Very good, very good. Yes. It's all coming back to me. So, you know, that I would critique. I don't think Mm -hmm. that it's... I don't think these people who are super, super wealthy were just lucky. No, they were not just lucky. No. No. There's some... Well, they had to be smart. They had to be intuitive. Um there has to be hard work involved. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. I think once you get, I, I think that there should be a cap. I don't think he should be making $321 million a day and over a billion dollars a year, um, whatever that be. There, there should be a cap. He doesn't need to. Um, now, I know he gets taxed on that, but I know that rich people, there's all these loopholes and I, they literally exist, I believe, for the wealthy. How is that possible too? Like, I guess I'm 
don't you haven't you seen people make this like mathematical error too it's like jeff bezos there's 300 300 million people in the united states let's just say there's 300 million and jeff bezos makes 300 million dollars a day so we should give everyone a million dollars like yeah that'd be nice at least yeah. a dollar well at least a dollar right well yeah that would be more uh like how it would work it would be, oh. be giving everyone a dollar a day but okay. like people are like oh you know it's like there's 300 million people and he can afford to give everyone a million dollars i saw his charitable donations for 2019 i looked up how, how much do you think he gave away for charity 10 uh, percent. he, he gave away 98.6 million so according to my math about a third of what he makes in one day see okay but then then the those numbers are off too there's no way one single person makes 321 okay. million okay. what they're doing is like assessing all the things that he's got stake in stock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and putting it like okay. that okay so like so his value or net worth which he doesn't which isn't liquid obviously right there's not 321 just coming into there's his not, bank account, his checking account. Correct. Yeah, which is kind of how you read it. But, yeah, there's no way that would be possible. So what, what did Bill Gates give away as I, an individual? Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was kind of all about Jeff Bezos. Um, I know Bill Gates. And has, the thing is, too, right? Like, OK, if they're and I don't know where you're like pulling these statistics. Obviously, you don't either. The Internet. <laughs> the Internet. From I'm pulling it from Amazon. It's on the about page. <laughs> the, the, you were saying like he gave away ninety eight million do- dollars in donations mm-hmm. as an individual. Plus, but like, what did Amazon give that year? You know, like if you want to kind of think true, of it that true. way. A lot of businesses, which are still owned by humans, you know, mm-hmm. give back money in that way, and you could attribute like that he's given a lot more back. As a person. Well, I know a lot of these top CEOs and rich people, they like to say, well, I'm creating all these jobs. Okay, good. Now, if you're creating low-paying jobs, um, wages that are intended to keep people poor and in poverty, which I feel like that is the case. You think that the wage is intended to keep someone poor? Well, I think a lot of these corporations... um, these a lot of these these aren't livable wages um and the number one expense they say is uh is payroll so it makes sense because these ceos and corporations they have you know stockholders and boards to um whatever answer to and they're all about everything's always about the bottom line it's all about the bottom line revenue coming in minus your expenses you know one expense is payroll which it is for most of these big corporations you have incentive to keep wages as low as possible. Um, and these people, they go from job to job and they're just stuck. They're stuck in poverty. Um, there's, there's an issue with that. If you, if you look at the percentage that wages have gone up according in relation to inflation in this country, it's not, it's not neck and neck, Mm -hmm. you know, wages have not been going up steadily like they need to be. Um, I don't know the exact percentages on that. I, well, Michael, (laughs) so I have more critique of that or like devil's advocate, right? Well, you could argue that there's just been more lower paying jobs, like more jobs overall Mm -hmm. are existing or created, but yet they're lower paying. And so then that influences overall, like weight, you're talking about wages in general, Mm -hmm. whether like they're going up Mm -hmm. against inflation. Well, what if a hundred lower paying jobs are created? 
Mm-hmm. You know, so a hundred people are working versus like one person with a high paying job. The yeah. wage would have followed then high, but like then a hundred other people aren't working. Do you, what, what do you think minimum wage should be? Do you have an opinion on that? <sighs> minimum, there should be a minimum full-time wage. Yeah, minimum full-time wage. And then there can be another type of minimum wage for I think there needs to be because I feel like teenagers their first job working at a grocery store, um, you know, they're dependent. They have still people parents paying their money. Right. Um, it's different from a mother of two who's thirty five and working, working a full time yeah, job. Full time job, yeah. So trying to survive as a yeah, I'm going to file my taxes and not be on not mm-hmm. be a dependent. Exactly, yeah. I think it I honestly I, it should be pushing twenty bucks, in my opinion. For that person, the latter person I'm discussing, uh-huh. and I think the cap that people. So what is that a year? The the cap a person should make I think would be fifty million dollars, which still seems crazy high to me. Fifty million dollars a year. No one should be making more than that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not open to that yet. There, but there needs to be something more thought in there. Twenty dollars an hour times forty. That's eight hundred bucks a week, mm-hmm. Mike. Times fifty-two. That's forty-one thousand a year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm spot on with them. And so you're pretty much upping the median household income by twenty grand if you have a two-person full-time no, income. It was six, like sixty-three to sixty-eight. So yeah. that'd be thirty thousand. So I'd be upping it by ten grand. Give them a ten grand wage. You're looking at forty-one thousand. Uh huh. I was right. Because <sighs> no, twenty times twenty times two is forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael. It's not, I'll six, explain it's not sixty-three. I don't know what you're doing over there. Yeah. I did I doubled. So I'm basically saying forty one thousand dollars to you know and so then you do double that by two. So two people. Oh for each person. Yeah. And maybe okay. So yeah, or whatever. I'll explain the math to you later. People don't have the visual right now. Anyway, so I don't know. At the end of the day, Donald Trump, <laughs> Joe Biden, Kanye West, one of those three is not like the other, and it's Kanye. Have you voted? <laughs> I know that you have. Just once. Just once. So yeah. far. Are you going to say who you voted for or keep that private? For oh, now? no, that's none of your business. Oh, none of my business. Fine. All right. The one person out of those three that is self-made is Kanye West. How do you know Joe Biden isn't self-made? I don't. I'm just saying Kanye West, he has he has uh, been the economic mobility. He has gotten through those those ceilings, if you will. Okay. From poverty to he's now, as far as I know, in the 1% are rich. Donald Trump? Absolutely not. And Donald Trump has so many failures in business, it's nuts. The amount of bankruptcy and lawsuits um, goes on and on for him. He's not a wise businessman. People people say the economy is going to be better off with Trump. I don't necessarily believe that. Everyone's hung up on taxes, and that's the big thing. When you Google Kanye West net worth, what do you think comes up? Again, I don't know. Like When you Google blah, blah, blah net worth, I don't know how reliable it is. Three point two billion. Well, there you go. He's so he's richer than both 
Donald Trump and Joe now, Biden probably combined. So if that's how, that's what people like to base stuff on, you want the economy to turn around. I think Kanye West may have been the best choice. I'm assuming he's not going to win. Why would you assume that? Well, I should never assume. Maybe maybe he's got a couple votes in this household. I don't know. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the president of the United States, that's always going to be someone as far as I know, comes from means, has money, the amount of money that's dished out. Just look just look at the amount of money that's spent in politics, not just in the presidential races, but all of our senators and governors and just a nonstop blasting of ads. It's it's millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Why 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 is that, you know? Um, doesn't that make you think what's going on here? Well, like I said before, corporations are what is most likely are is the reason behind it they're the ones kind of creating the rules of how the country operates um and for for me they're wanting to keep this huge economic gap the one percent want to stay in the one percent they don't want the one percent to become a ten percent of people um they want to be you know stay up to where they've either been born into or been lucky enough to achieve um and they do that through through the rules through keeping people on these wages that are you know can barely get them by if that michael i don't mean to not uh go along with what you're saying but i also googled <laughs> donald trump's a billionaire net worth wise and joe biden's net worth is nine million dollars there you go okay like i know people who have more than nine million dollars that's a lot. That's still quite a, quite a bit of oh, yeah. change. Yeah. No, it's but you know what I'm saying? So that is also interesting if you need to kind of like help decide who to vote for. Well, I don't know. That would be helpful for me to know. Well, what's your net worth? You think so? Yes. Especially from what you're saying about just like, you know, money isn't like the most important thing in life. Right. No, and, and it can't be. So that that's what I'm coming back to. And people that do let money become the center of their life then you're uh, everything else is going then to it's going very, to suffer everything else will suffer uh, that's, that's my opinion well yeah michael the other great saying about like money is that like yeah if you value if all you value is money then you are nothing but poor very good i like that one <sighs> i'm just i'm gonna make a t-shirt now and a mug that says that mm, that'd be a good old mug so a mug with my mug on it That'd be good. Like it's a mug. Like here's my just your chin. Here's my mug, and it's a picture of my face. Because another term for face is mug. Think about that. I think mug is more like jawline and chin. Well, yeah, your mug shot. That's what the term. Oh you know, yeah. Think about that. So it is your whole mug, your whole face. Your whole mug, yeah. No, I'd rather just have like this handle, and then it looked like your chin. You oh, know? Like the shape of it. Yeah, I'm, like I'm holding a mug, a coffee mug, right now, guys. Oh, that'd be fun. So. Sports. I'm going to try to tie this in. This week, the Big Ten Michael, comes back. Michael, I do have a little bit more to give about the money stuff. Well, okay. Yes. I'm trying to tie but yeah, go ahead about the money stuff. Well, just here's the deal. Okay. Is that it's not like money is going to go away. No. Okay. Nor would you want it to. Do you want a, a society where there's no money? Like, that's a completely different planet. I don't just... if The more money you have, the more... I don't like the relationship between power and money and just i don't know the amount of poor people there if the wealth needs to be redis redistributed you know 
there's enough money in this entire country that no one should be poor. But yeah, that's interesting. It's, it's not, you know, that's not where we are at. We've got people making $321 million a day and then people who can't even afford a gallon of gas. The person who can't afford a gallon of gas or the homeless person. I mean, I see people every day on my way to work are out asking for money. And they didn't, weren't necessarily lazy or it's not their fault is what I'm trying to say, that they're like that. They were put in a tough, they were put in a horrible situation, I guarantee it. They weren't middle class and everything went to hell and they just really were lazy and screwed up and then they ended up homeless begging for money on a court. That's not what happened. Right. They are born in a shitty, shitty situation. They have no support. Um, they've got nothing. And here they are. Maybe they formed an addiction at some point to make it to, to through the day to day. Okay, maybe that's what has happened. Um, but someone, you look at that person or you look at a Jeff Bezos, people are going to look at Jeff Bezos and say, man, that guy, he's successful. This person, I think most people get it. Someone asked him for money and they look, they look down on him, unfortunately. Yeah. It's very, yeah, it's, it's tough and it's complicated. Um, and yeah, gosh, I mean, there's just so much that we can just do better, right? You can always like improve and do better. Definitely. I hear you when you're talking about like the redistribution of wealth and what's the best way to do that or think about that, or could mm-hmm. there possibly be a cap on how much money you can yeah. make as an individual before you have to like put that back into like some other business that you own? Like maybe it's like a cap on individual wealth, but not a cap on um, corporation wealth. Well, like you, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know, right? Because then they'll just find a way, a loophole for that. But like, how much does like the individual person, when you're like filing your taxes, like how much, you know, like there should be like a cap on that? Because like in theory, well, okay, I feel like the, my housekeeper, their percentage that they're paying in taxes, they say is higher than percentage of these rich people, just because they are able to use these loopholes or put money in offshore accounts or this and that. It's it's messed up. Yes, there's yeah. lots of like loophole opportunities mm-hmm. to keep that money from being like taxed yeah it's messed up but Mm -hmm. um that is like another issue right with the problem of like people in power or making those decisions or those tax laws and it's like to benefit themselves Mm -hmm. it's nuts so it's a corrupt system if you will unfortunately yeah quite corrupt and it it one way to like fix that would be like it'd be more transparent too. like in the same yes. way that I can like look up like property taxes. You could like look up. You could what would be nice to be like more transparent is, yeah, like besides like the publicly traded companies, like you could know individual privately held companies what they're paying in taxes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Too. And that thing all needs to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's fair to like individual to get individual access to income taxes, but maybe after a certain point of like how much money you make, then like, like, I don't know, like the super if you're in the one percent, then your freaking tax, uh, your individual income tax has to be like public information. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just to like mess with you. Right. <laughs> or something like that's the price you pay mm-hmm. if you're that f- and rich like okay Trump still hasn't shown his tax returns blah 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 has he or has no, he not he has i not. swear like they said like he's also like in debt or something i don't no, know i'm sure he is yeah like yeah well interesting i can't keep up with the kardashians who are billionaires so whatever 
self-made because Kylie Jenner is a, they say she's a self-made billionaire, right? <laughs> that, heard that term was used, yes, in like a Forbes article. <sighs> no. None of those people are self-made. In, in yes, in how you interpret for yourself what self-made means. You wouldn't think traditionally that's being self-made. And we talked about the Kardashians every, every podcast. We have to. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Well. Because it's relevant. Yeah, it's very, very relevant. Yeah. All the time. Kanye's running for president true. right yeah. now. It's October. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can mention Kanye Kardashian. Two, two more weeks. So not this, not this next podcast next week. But, but I think the podcast after that will be published will be, and we will know. We won't know, but the election will have taken place. President We're not West, know. President West to the West Wing, please. Now, there'll be a Florida situation. This we are not going to know. We certainly won't know on election night who the president elect <sighs> is. I'll tell you that right now. You think so? There's a debate happening in a couple nights. And uh, yeah. And they're muting the mics, which, you know, how are we going to be able to hear them? That'd be interesting. Was that the lip read? It's just the lip read, and mm-hmm. then there's going to be somebody signing. Oh, so so distracting. <laughs> Those people, they they overdo it. I feel like the signers, they they're trying to take away, you know, they want this this the whatever spotlight on them. Some some of them are like that. Not all of them. Some, some of them. There's there's varying degrees of how they act. Michael, in this culture, you have to be careful what you say. You're going to offend somebody who is a signer. No, I, I love signers. Anyways, like I was trying to say, this week Big Ten football is back. Why is Big Ten football coming back? Well, thank money, you. Money, money, <laughs> money. No, why is it coming back? Boo. But I'm glad they're coming back. I want to watch Iowa Hawkeye football. I want to watch Big Ten football. How the Pac-12 pa- is coming back two weeks after that, November 6th. Um, Question. All right, Lauren. <laughs> Over here. Okay, so wait. So the Big Ten has all of a sudden decided to play football like halfway through the season is over. What are they doing for bowl games, Michael? This is a bunch of bullshit. Well, it's a bunch of bullshit, but yeah, that's what a bunch of bowl games are. There's so many bowl games now anyways, if that's what you're asking about. Again, it's all about money, money, money. Um, Yeah, who who knows? They're playing a shorter season, but they're just playing all Big Ten games. It's going to be fun. We just love football. Football can do no wrong. Football owns all of us. Like they say, money owns you know we're a slave to money well i think a lot of us are a slave to football including myself so i can't uh i can't wait for it to be back free yourself mike if you're a slave to football free yourself well and i'm I'm a lifelong vikings fan and they're having a god-awful year they looked horrible the other week but you know what i'm gonna show up every sunday i'm gonna sit down for my three hours and i also we watch with the boys and drake's a big vikings fan Cortland's a vikings fan i don't know why they've chosen a team because it's going to be a long-suffering lifetime as a vikings fan but those are that's the team they've chosen so god bless their hearts what are the chances that you would have two kids who would both also be vikings fans one in 32 can you believe that here's the deal drake of the 32 teams he actually likes 18 teams 18 vikings are one of them oh he'll tell you the 18 teams he loves all the big cat teams lions Bengals, jaguars naturally pretty much all the animal teams dolphins falcons the two teams he hates are the Packers and Bears, so that's all I care about. If and he wants to are, like 18 teams, he can like 18 teams. What are the chances that one of your children already doesn't like the Packers or the Bears, and you, Michael, also do not like the Packers and the Bears? What are the chances of that? I don't I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. I guess your children may emulate the things you do here and there. So to that's me, why. that's like a lottery ticket. 
Well, I don't know about that to go that far, but anyways. So, <laughs> with the Vikings having such a horrible season, it'd be nice to get the Hawkeyes into the fold. Hopefully, they have a decent year. I don't know. Football's great. Big Ten football's awesome. Boys are doing good. Drake's killing it in kindergarten. Cortland's doing his thing in daycare. Just tell them about what Cortland did, though. Well, I was going to say, I was going to mention Cortland's middle name because I actually call him by his middle name, but we can't do that. No. It's your grandpa's name. Yeah, it's fine. But, oh. you know, Cortland brought home an incident report. Oh, well, I don't know. If we, that might be confidential <laughs> information regarding because there was a second party involved in that. And I don't think you can just drag them into the thing. Oh, there was a yeah, there's an incident report. Cortland got a little bit aggressive in the toddler room, if you will. Sometimes there's a argument about toys. Right. Um, a lot of times the Cortland has a toy. If you try to get that toy from Cortland, he's not just going to give it up. Um, he's strong willed like that. Um, so I think he wasn't going to give the toy to the friend. They said it was a friend of his who tried to take the toy. Someone may have gotten bumped or bit or had their feelings hurt. We talked to Cortland about it. Cortland's one and a half, by the way. Um, I think he understood there hasn't been any more incidences and, um, we've moved on. So, but yeah, Cortland, that's Cortland for you. Drake, that never happened with Drake. Drake is not the aggressive kind. He's like the sweetest soul type kid, you know. Oh. Cortland's a little more. Cortland's not a bad kid by any means. He's just, he's a sweet soul too, but he's got that little bit of an ornerier streak or combative streak, if you will, which which can be a beneficial thing as well. I also think it's too because he's the second child. Like I feel like the second child is more likely to have like the responsiveness personality because they've like learned it from having another sibling right like who's been the first person in Cortland's life to ever take a toy from him probably Drake you know but if Cortland was born as Cortland as first and Drake I still I know what you're saying but that's just Cortland and Drake's just Drake I know what you're saying though Drake has all my DNA Cortland has all your DNA (laughs) you're a little feister a little armorer sometimes um yeah remember when I used to yeah Yep. And I think you may have, you may have bit me before. <laughs> exactly. Remember when I used to bite you? Yeah, so there you go. Like, don't take my toothpaste. <sighs> I'd bite you. And start growling at me. Yeah. Um, and I'll leave you with, I don't, do you have a Halloween joke? Because we're coming up on Halloween this weekend. Oh. Or no, that's next, Halloween's next weekend. Right. Okay, so yeah. So I still have time. But yeah, why is that a struggle to have always come up with Halloween well, jokes? Well, okay, here, here's another one for you. So what mm-hmm. is a... Um, pediatric dentist so a children's dentist uh-huh what's his favorite time of the day tooth time close <laughs> two tooth o'clock <laughs> two tooth tooth thirty two thirty tooth hurty tooth hurty yeah no tooth hurty oh so, so tooth hurty tooth hurty you have a speech Exactly. So does the children's <laughs> dentist. That's why he thinks that they're saying two thirty. The children's saying two thirty. Two thirty. Yeah. Oh my so god. His favorite time of day is two thirty. That's all I know. So is that Drake's joke because he's like missing teeth? He's missing a lot of teeth. Okay. He's got another loose one. I know. He's wiggling it every day. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, now boys are doing good. Football's back, and this income inequality. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. It's just going to get, the gap's going to get wider and wider, right? Until, like, something breaks. The system breaks. This isn't, well, there will be a revolution. All the people, eventually everyone will get so poor and so sick of people being so rich that they're going to turn against them. It's happened before. It's happened every century. 
Well, and the idea that money is not even worth the paper that it's printed on. I also read that today because it's no longer backed by it used to be backed by gold. It used to be gold standard. Well, that was done away with in 1971. So the value of money is it's so, you know, we've just been printing money left and right just to stay afloat. And, yeah. I will show you this article that came across my Facebook news feed of like somebody is trying to smuggle in gold through their rectum on a plane so they wouldn't have to pay taxes. Google it. And then they showed pictures of the gold, which had been like shaped to fit, you know, in a rectum. Like a gold turd or gold nuggets? Or well, gold? basically, they were golden turds. Huh, well. I guess we'll leave you with that, folks. I hope you enjoyed episode thirty-five. I know, I, know I did. Uh, that you can't you can't top a golden turd. No. All right. Well, that case, stay safe, stay healthy, uh, and wash your hands. Wash your hands.